Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we've got a story about an awful entitled parent on a field trip. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, entitled mom tries to kidnap her own kid. Okay, I posted another entitled parent story involving my job as a nanny, and it did really well, so my fiancé told me to tell this one too because of how crazy it was. This story happened in the summer of 2021. As I stated, I'm a nanny then and now. I was hired for the summer, but a relatively wealthy man, I'll call him John, and take care of his 9-year-old daughter, E. She was such a warm-hearted and sweet young girl, if anything really shy and introverted. This story starts right off the bat on my first day. I got to the house and I noticed a few windows had boxes covering a hole. I asked John about it when I came inside. The following conversation happened. I said, hey John, what happened to the windows? He looked at me and flinched and said, well, as you know, E's mother and I are divorced and I have full custody and there's a restraining order against her for us. We discussed it when I was hired. He said, well, her mom showed up this morning demanding to see E and have her stay with her. When I refused and told E to go upstairs, she threw things out the windows and left. I made a police report. I said, was she arrested? He shook his head. They couldn't find her. But I called my lawyer and when they find her, she will be arrested for breaking the restraining order. I nodded and was about to ask what to do if she shows back up, but E called for us and we decided to stop. E came in and we went about our daily routine and John worked from home today just in case she never came. A few days go by and we don't hear or see her. Me and E are getting quite close and we enjoy our time together playing games and going outside. A week later I get to work, and dad is telling me he has to go to a meeting for work when BANG! The front door gets hit, later discovered it was kicked, we found a boot print, multiple times. Then I hear screaming, let me in, I wanna see her, she's my daughter! I look to John and he tenses and takes a deep breath, he gestures upstairs and I know what he means. I run up the stairs and go to E's room, she's getting ready for the day and I tell her to get back in the corner. I don't know this lady and I don't know why the restraining order was in place, but I wasn't going to risk her hurting E. I put a chair under the door and tell E to put on her soundproof headphones and watch her tablet. I can tell she was scared and was trying to ask what was happening. I just smiled and said everything's fine. I know she had an idea, but I wanted to try as hard as I could. I heard yelling downstairs as I put her headphones on. She got in somehow. I think he opened the door to tell her to leave, and I heard steps upstairs. I called 911 as she was banging on the door, screaming E's name. I told them the address and the situation, and as I did, I saw the chair starting to move away from the door. I made the stupid decision to open the door and be the barrier myself. I quickly slammed the door and put myself between. Entitled mother said, who are you, his new plaything? Get away from my daughter, she's mine. I wasn't moving, told her I'm the nanny and there's no way that she's getting past me. I then heard a small knock on the door. Mrs. B, last name starts with B, what's going on, can I come out? 
I look at the mom and she just yells, E, come out, it's mommy, come talk to me. E doesn't respond and John comes upstairs and says the police are on the way, she'll be arrested when they get here. Finally, Entitled Mother leaves, telling E through the door to unblock her number so she can talk. And she leaves. The cops come and she's already long gone. We make a report and they leave. You'd think it would be over, but oh no. John's worried about leaving, but he has to make this meeting for his business. I told him it would be okay and to just go. When he leaves, I have E downstairs sitting with me and we're making bracelets. She's very on edge. Even the slightest noise makes her jump. After a few hours, she's a bit better and laughing at some FNAF videos with me when I hear a knock on the door. I freeze, so does E. I check the camera and it's not her. I use the doorbell speaker and ask who she is. She asks if the car outside is mine. I said yes it was. She told me she hid it backing out of her driveway. I facepalmed. Could the day get any worse? Yes, it can. I go outside, do the insurance thing with a neighbor, and go inside to call my mom. I'm 19 at this time, and the car was in her name, and call insurance. After a few minutes, I hear a loud bang. My blood goes cold. Did I lock the door behind me? Oh, crap. As I start running, I hear E scream. No, go away. Let me go. As I turn the corner from the stairs... I see Entitled Mother grabbing E and trying to drag her from the couch. I immediately run at her, grab her arm, wrench it back and kick her knee. She yells in pain and falls back. I automatically put myself between E and her mom. While the mom recovers, I put my hands behind my back and sign to E to grab my phone in my pocket and call 911. I know ASL and I was teaching E for fun throughout the days. She wasn't great at it but I think those signs were more obvious. As I felt her grab my phone, I see a glint, and I'm face to face with a gun pointing at me. I raise my hands up. Entitled Mother says, You dumb witch, move aside. I'm here for my daughter and I'm not leaving without her. She's mine. I said, I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. You can't be here. She said, I don't give a darn what the courts say. She's my daughter. They have no right to say I'm unfit. He's been hurting her. I know it. I've never heard this before, and frankly didn't believe it but still figured I had an opening. If that's true, then call the cops. They will take your view into account. You and I know that cops are more likely to believe moms over dads. Don't really know that, just said what I thought at the time. She said no no no, the courts and police don't get to decide what rights I have and don't. I'm taking her from her horrible father. Now step aside or I will shoot. I again shook my head. I'm sorry, but that's just what you'll have to do because I can't let you take her. Briefly, I closed my eyes, expecting a bang in the gun to fire when E speaks up. E said, Mom, no, I don't want to go with you. Don't hurt her. She's my friend. Just go away. Dad isn't hurting me. He loves me. Only one who hurts me is you by doing this. To say I was shocked was an understatement. So was Entitled Mother. The Entitled Mother said, You don't mean that. It's your dad turning you against me. I'm your mother and you'll do what I say, now come here. E stands and I grab her and keep her behind me. No way am I letting my girl anywhere near her gun or not. E says, no mom, the cops are on the way, I called them. And they've been on the phone since, so they'll be here any minute. If you hurt Mrs. B, they'll see it. There was a look of realization cross her face. And without another word, tucks and runs out the front door. I run after her to see if she was in a car. She was and I quickly took things to memory like color, make and model, and the person driving the car. She wasn't alone. She takes off and under 5 minutes the cops arrive. 
I'm in the living room holding E, comforting her, telling her she's safe and she was so brave. To quickly explain everything else, the cops take my statement, dad comes home, I explain through tears how I was so stupid and left the front door unlocked. He assured me it wasn't my fault and he was so thankful I was willing to protect E with my life. The ending, Entitled Mother was arrested for a number of charges. Breaking a restraining order, attempted kidnapping, attempted murder, and breaking and entering. Later on, I was called as a witness and filled out reports, but Entitled Mother took a plea deal for like three years in prison, as long as she signed over her rights or they'd go to trial and she risks like 15 years. She signed. I unfortunately had to leave this nanny job because my college was opening again and I had to go back. But I said if a trial needed to happen, I'd fly back. And if they needed anything, they had my number. E gave me the biggest hug on my last day. Sean gave me a goodbye gift that was actually a brand new Prada bag that was worth like $1,300 as a goodbye present. And gave me my last check in an envelope, which was odd because he never did that before. He just smiled and said to open it when I got home. I agreed and said goodbye. When I drove home, he tripled my pay, which I made like $800 a week. Inside was a note saying the rest was for school. I was studying child psychology to be a child therapist and he knew that and said that I would be great at it and if I ever needed a reference, to call him. It's been a few years now but I still occasionally hear from E and we talk for a while. She likes to ask me girl questions and have like sister talks. Her dad's engaged now and E really likes her and calls her mom already. Nothing made me happier. I'm so glad E was able to come back from this trauma and that I could help in the situation. Easily one of the craziest things I've been through, but I got through it okay. Hope you enjoyed this story. I just find it crazy that apparently OP posted another Entitled Parent story and this was the second one they thought to post. I mean, this is literally like approaching movie level or something where some crazy parent snaps. Honestly, hearing this story just reminds me how negative I feel about the jailing system. Because I just know that after those three years when they get out, there's a likely chance that she might go back to having some crazy behavior. I just wish jails in general were more of a rehabilitative type thing. Like I wish the people like the entitled mother here would have to have some kind of like rehabilitative therapy type program throughout those three years. Also, hi. I'm Steven, and if you enjoy crazy entitled parent stories like this, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Mom wants stepdad to adopt me so she can inherit me. What the title says, my parents are divorced and I now live 100 meters away from my mom and stepdad. Oh joy. Mom has on several occasions suggested or insisted that my stepdad adopts me. Female, 32, unmarried and with no children. Her reason is that, If you die before me, your dad gets half of what you own. According to her, she deserves all of what I earned and achieved in my life, even though she helped me to earn exactly 0% of it, while also making my life 2000% harder. She thinks this is 100% sane behavior, but it doesn't feel like it to me. Most people are suggesting that she goes ahead and just drafts a will. She's saying she's unsure if she can leave her mom out of the will, but you don't have to like leave your mom out of the will. Just do something really petty like leave them a hundred bucks or something. Our next story is, Karen called the cops on my service dog and accused me of being too young to be disabled again. So I saw the Karen with her child again, but this time in Walmart while I was grocery shopping. 
I made the mistake of ignoring my dog when she was alerting to my heart rate. I genuinely thought she wanted the sandwich I was eating. Boy, was I ever wrong. I ended up really dizzy and out of breath and had to sit down in the corner of the store while she was doing deep pressure therapy. I might have been on the floor for about 10 minutes. During that time, a staff member at Walmart came over to check on me and ask if I was alright. They gave me a free bottle of water as well and I'm very appreciative of that. Anyways, while I was down, the same child saw me again from a distance and had another meltdown. The child's mom already explained to me last time that her daughter had autism. She was screaming and crying about my dog being there because she was terrified. I can understand why she may be scared, but my dog is by no means small. She's a 115-pound female cane corso. Aside from alert and response, she's also trained for mobility assistance. Her breed isn't typically used as a service dog, but she was a natural. I got her as a pet dog and she became the service dog I needed. She's 100% good girl. The woman didn't leave the store with her child that was having a meltdown. Instead, she had the audacity to call 911 on me. Eventually the cops did show up and she kept shouting that I was faking having a disability because I was too young to actually be disabled again. That it was illegal for me to have my service dog anywhere near food indoors. And that people like me are the reason why she's had to suffer lockdowns. I'm Asian. She said the least I could do is be considerate and stay home away from everyone and keep my dog at home where it belongs. My dog was very clearly vested with tags that says service dog. I showed the cops my medical note that I carry stating that I require a service dog. In the end, the manager banned the woman from coming to the local Walmart for a year. The cops only gave her a warning for wasting their time and escorted her off the property. Honestly, I'm really surprised that when she called the cops to the Walmart because her kid was freaking out, they didn't give her some kind of fine for literally abusing official resources. Like, I'm sorry, but your kid freaking out and screaming and crying over somebody's dog is not an emergency. Not when you can very easily have removed yourself from that situation the whole time and they're very legally allowed to be there. This next story is, Entitled Mother Yells at Me for Watching a Horror Film. I cannot actually believe this has happened. I'm still in shock because I don't understand what this lady was thinking. So it's the Easter holidays for me, which means I, 15 year old male, am home alone every day as I don't have school. And just like anyone else, I get so bored when I'm home alone, but I am an avid horror movie fan, so I decided that I should spend my time catching up on a few of the films on my Netflix playlist to pass the time. Yesterday I started watching Fear Street. In order to understand, you need a bit of background. The way my house is laid out, there's a large window that means anyone walking by on the street can see anything that's being played on the TV. And I hate that it's being laid out like that because it makes me feel like I get absolutely no privacy. With that in mind, yesterday I was watching a horror film with the curtains open, which means that anyone walking by could technically peer in and see what I was watching. I was chilled and frankly having a lot of fun because it's a good film. Not too gory or cliche. It was more sexual in my opinion. I hadn't realized but a couple of kids playing on the street were passing by and clearly they had peered in during a bloody scene because an old woman had knocked on the window and when I looked back at her, she pointed to my TV, then at me and then at my door. I think my first mistake was just shrugging and drawing the curtains because at that time I had no clue her kids had seen what was on the TV and I assumed that she was mad about something or other. 
At some point, the knocking against my window stopped and I thought nothing of it. But then, this morning, I woke up to the doorbell ringing and my mom, who was about to leave for work, answered it. Whoever was at the door spoke to her for maybe 10 minutes and then she came upstairs, shook me awake, and told me to go downstairs and talk to the person at the door. Turns out it was the woman, arms crossed, with two little boys stood behind her. I don't remember what she was yelling entirely, but to paraphrase, she was annoyed that I was watching such a film with the curtains open and her children fully able to see it as they ran by. See, here's my dilemma. Because as she yelled at me, I tried to tell her I was sorry her kids saw what I was watching, but I was watching what I wanted in my own house. And I didn't feel it was my issue that her children had stopped and must have. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I physically looked at what I was watching because if they had just been running by, they wouldn't have been able to clearly see the scene. But she didn't listen and instead kept reprimanding me, calling me careless and disgusting. She left, and my mom and I stared at each other with confused faces. My mom's on my side, thinking that looking inside our house is a privacy violation, but I'm not so sure. I've started drawing curtains when I'm downstairs and watching anything that isn't rated you, but I don't know if I was in the wrong. Am I the jerk for not drawing my curtains in the first place? Well, I don't think OP's outright the jerk. I know if I was in OP situation, I think I'd just about always have the curtains drawn regardless, just cause I don't like the idea of somebody peering in and watching me while I'm chilling out. But I mean, yeah, OP was in the peace of their own home watching whatever, and I mean, it's not like OP was watching strictly, like, adult entertainment or something. Imagine how she'd feel if he stepped out and spoke rather loudly, hopefully for some neighbors to be able to hear, that she was going around looking and peering inside other people's windows at night. I'm honestly surprised OP's mom was so, like, passive about the fact that she did very clearly, like, peer into the window and watch. Our next story is... Just thinking back to the time that my mom was yelling at me and then yelled at my dad for standing up for me. Okay, so what happened was, I suggested that I should link my Nintendo account to my Switch, which me and my brothers paid for, by the way. So then she explodes that... How dare you try and take control for something that you own and crap like that. So as this was happening, my dad goes, Hey, lay off him a bit, will ya? She is flabbergasted and she gets in the car and drives off. Two hours later, she pulls back up and comes downstairs where I am and says, I will not take that kind of disrespect. I guarantee your dad will not treat me like that again either. This is only one instance where she's gotten mad at someone else for standing up for me. What should I do? 
100% I would just try to avoid giving her anything to get a rise out of her, and honestly, just start trying to distance yourself from them as much as you can. Our next story is mom's abuse. It's the first time I'm doing this, so sorry if I do make mistakes. Anyways, I'm 16, and since all through this in the past year, I began to think that I have ADHD, but my symptoms aren't as developed. Like, I don't have hyperactivity, but I have all the other symptoms. So here comes the problems. My mom doesn't think I have it because it's an affection disorder, so she thinks I don't have it because if I do, that means she thinks she's messed me up. And by the way, if I ever embarrass her in front of people that we or she knows, you will be sure that she will scold me. And even at home when I do something that I think is funny or childish too, so I can't be happy. Thanks, it's not like I think ahead. And if you're thinking about my dad, same problems but sometimes he laughs with me, but an instant look of my mother and he stops and starts to scold me. So what do you think, am I crazy? I'm definitely not out here to try to diagnose anybody, but definitely things like ADHD can come in all kinds of different packages and symptoms. I mean, it doesn't even have to be ADHD, it could be something else entirely. It's probably more something you need to see somebody actually trained in diagnosing that kind of thing for. I would honestly just try and see about getting access to somebody who could help diagnose or treat those kinds of symptoms. And if your mom's not supportive of that, that's a huge red flag, especially considering it might help in those situations where she claims to always feel so embarrassed by you. Our next story is crossing boundaries V after everything we did for you. So I finally started setting boundaries for my parents. Didn't go well. My mother sent me a list of everything they did for me between the age of 14 and 16. I left home at age 16 and from age 30 to the present day, Stuff like, bought you new gymnastic gear, picked you up from the airport after you gave birth to our only grandchild. It's not a long list, but I feel she thinks it justifies them continuously crossing my boundaries. Yeah, 100% this is a guilt trip list. This is just for them to try to have some kind of emotional control over you, to try to make you submit to whatever boundary crossing behavior they're trying to push on you. As painful as it is, especially with them trying to make you feel bad about it, you need to continue to reinforce those boundaries. It may very well get nasty because, you know, obviously they've already done this behavior. They may double down, triple down. They might get outright nasty, start trying to tear you down just so you comply to them. But you gotta keep holding those boundaries up because you can't tolerate that and you can't have that in your life and be happy. This next story is, Entitled Cousin and His Entitled Mother Think They Deserve Special Treatment Hey guys, I just had to share this frustrating experience I had with my entitled cousin and his entitled mother. So, my family and I had planned a big family trip to Disney World. We were all excited to spend some time together and have some fun in the parks. However, when Entitled Cousin and Entitled Mother found out we were going, they decided they wanted to come too. At first, we were happy to include them in our plans, but things quickly went downhill. Entitled Mother insisted that we change our itinerary to accommodate Entitled Cousin's preferences, even though we had already made plans and reservations. She also expected us to pay for Entitled Cousin's expenses, including his park tickets and food. We tried to explain to Entitled Mother that we'd already budgeted for our own expenses and that it wouldn't be fair for us to cover Entitled Cousins as well, but she wasn't having it. She started throwing a fit, claiming that we were being unfair to her and her son. To make matters worse, Entitled Cousin was just as entitled as his mother. 
He demanded that we ride the rides he wanted to ride, even if it meant skipping the ones we had been looking forward to. He also expected us to buy him souvenirs and treats throughout the day. It was incredibly frustrating dealing with entitled cousin and entitled mother throughout the trip. They acted like they were entitled to special treatment even though they had just invited themselves along. It really put a damper on the whole experience and we ended up having to cut our trip short just to get away from them. I'm not gonna lie, I'm the kind of person that would love to go on a trip to Disney. It just kind of seems like the thing that would always be fun to me, I've always kind of enjoyed the vibe of it. That said, there is nothing that is just taking a dump on a whole experience than having to drag along and deal with people like this when you're in a place that should just be nothing but fun and also standing in lines for hours at a time in the Florida sun. This next story is, my mom makes me scared to live with her. Okay, for backstory, my mom is very close with the mother of one of her ex-boyfriends. My siblings and I are very close with her and we see her as our grandmother. I contemplated living with my dad many times because my mother is a very toxic person and is heck to live with. But my grandmother let us move in with her last month and things have been much more peaceful since. Yesterday, my grandmother took my brother and I to the grocery store and when we were coming back, she went to check the mail. When she opened the mailbox, she saw some brown recluse spiders and she told us to stay out of the mailbox until she could have someone get rid of them. She told my mom about it as well when we went into the house, and my mom responded showing that she understood not to go into the mailbox. This morning, while I was helping my grandma clean the garage, my mom opened her side of the garage like she always does, but this time she wasn't in her car, which I thought was extremely unusual. I immediately noticed an envelope just barely in her hand. And before I could ask her where she'd gotten it, my mom immediately threw it to the ground towards my mother and I. This big brown recluse spider began running around the garage towards my mom. My mom opened the door to the house in an effort to run away, and the spider ran in the living room. After the spider was out of sight and we'd all stopped screaming, I asked my mom why she did that. My mom said she did it because you were so freaking scared and I'm a grown woman, I can get my mail when I want to in a condescending way. So now we're all just sitting in the house terrified because this spider's in here and we don't know where it's at. I don't know a lot about spiders, but I'm pretty sure that spider is venomous and could harm one of us if bitten. I'm so scared to even leave my room right now. I don't understand what my mom gained from doing that and I know I'm being overdramatic, but now I don't feel safe living with her because of what just happened. As far as I'm aware, brown recluses are one of the few spiders that are, like, deathly dangerous. Like, if your mailbox is for some reason plagued with these brown recluse spiders, I don't think it's crazy to still go get your mail, but I would probably grab, like, salad tongs and go get it with those or something, and just essentially really make sure I don't get anywhere near any spiders. It's just, how could you be so careless with that? Our next story is, Entitled Mother and Spawn Breaking Field Trip Rules and Worse Aftermath. This story was recent. I, non-binary, 17, 3 weeks ago, now 18, and most of my choir group have been hyped to go on tour, a field trip where we go out of state to perform and do clinics with vocal professionals. That last week of March, for this entire year, we went to Disneyland this year. I have to give high praise to my mom coordinating and arranging the tour. I also helped alongside her to help grab checks from the choir tour folder and bring them to her from school. 
Beforehand, our choir teacher had repeatedly told all the students going that they need to stick with their chaperones at certain times, including passing through security at the airport. Our ground rules are, you can be in a group of three or more friends when separating from your chap, when in the park, check in with your chap every hour with a photo of you in your friend group, do not separate from the whole group without authorization that we're free to roam around the Disney parks or nearby the gate until we gather up at a specific time. Now, the characters in this story have a long list that I came to terms with. The kid, entitled Kid, in this program is just in the jazz choir, playing the drums. She's pretty talented in our program, but she has a history of bad behavior that is sending off a hundred red flags from the get-go. Not showing up to classes, skipping an important jazz event where the drummer is needed for a jazz performance and she blew it off, bad-mouthing to teachers, including our choir director, zero interest in participating choir-like activities when given the opportunity to be involved and have fun at all, vaping, it was a one-time thing I spotted after a concert and the choir went to a restaurant and I found her vaping in the bathroom. She had been kicked out of the school before, twice, and somehow coming back to live another day. Those were just the basic red flags. Now the field trip red flags, including the entitled mother she went with who was also a chap, entitled mother and entitled kid doing their own thing and not being there for the other kids in their group. At one point, the kids that are without the chap had to group up with another to stay together and try to find the chap and attend to their kids. Entitled kid going off by herself in the park without a group of three. Entitled kid not getting the point of the rule of three when going off without a chaperone for safety reasons. With those in mind, time for the incident that broke the camel's back. On our last day, we went through Universal Studios for half the day until we got on the bus to get our stuff from the hotel and leave for the airport. At bag check-in, all of us have to stay together until all groups were ready. There wasn't many people around, so Entitled Kid just wandered off, going to security. Our teacher said, please stay with the group, and she said no and went to security without us. I watched that part happen. I found it odd she went off before anyone else and knew that it would eventually lead to trouble. But after we all got through security, to our gate, half the kids are getting McDonald's near our gate, an entitled kid went up to each of us saying, Did I personally offend you when I walked away from the group? I just gave her my honest answer saying, I feel weirded out that he walked off from the group. And she just took it and went with it, and it gave me a weird feeling. My mom's account, she was a nice and close friend of the teacher ever since my brother was in that choir 8 years ago, I think. At the same time, after passing security and getting to our gate, our teacher was giving Entitled Kid a stern warning, nothing too extreme in language, knowing that teached, about breaking the rules that disrespected the teachers, chaps, the students, and the whole integrity of this tour. It was a dangerous move and anything could have happened. There's human trafficking posters up in the bathrooms for a reason. She apparently didn't like that kind of talk. So Entitled Kid stopped off to her mommy to complain about being lectured. Entitled Mother also didn't like that very much, went back to the teacher to go off on her for doing her job. I can't recall anything, but from my mom's point of view, she's hearing it three or four feet away from them and has been holding back on punching or screaming back at the entitled mother that is basically defending her spawn's actions it led the teacher to tears i felt so bad for our teacher she shouldn't deal with this type of bs when the trip's supposed to be fun 
After they left, my mom went to the teacher's side to comfort her and offered to take her home after the trip is officially over, when everyone left with their parents at baggage claim, which she happily accepted, and we went through. I learned all this after me and my parents got home late. I never knew much of entitled kid who seems very reserved and kinda quiet. I never had an interaction with her before. I mostly heard great things about her from a couple of friends and didn't understand how they liked her. Two and a half weeks later, she was kicked out of school. Everyone in jazz were sad they lost to drummer, and I heard from a friend that he was upset on how the punishment was too much, which I had to clarify that it wasn't a one-time thing. It was from a bad pattern she had that led up to this moment, which he thankfully understood. Since then, we got a new drummer, and they sound better behavior-wise than Entitled Kid. Though the story's not over yet. When me and my parents were having Easter breakfast, Mom said that Entitled Kid is now back in school and in choir, but not as a drummer. I felt worried, because I thought it couldn't be her when I saw her backside upon walking up to school. But for how they did it was bad enough. So Entitled Kid went to their daddy and told him probably everything bad from their point of view. Both parents went straight to the principal's office and somehow got Entitled Kid reinstated on the threat of a lawsuit against the school for maybe something dumb. It terrifies me that someone with a long track record of bad behavior is allowed to walk free without punishment. Me and my mom think it's horrible too. I'm not afraid to speak out the truth if I volunteer to be a witness. 100% this is just a purely entitled family. They think they did no wrong. And very clearly, the parents think their spawn did no wrong either. They are absolutely infallible, cannot do wrong, and you need to treat them like royalty. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.